surprise! Welcome to Gen X Stories, a podcast about how the so-called lost generation found itself. Yes, we know, it is a couple days past April Fool's, and yes, the rest of the gang's taping schedule got a little wacky, so you just get me right now, and a fun little bonus episode. We're including stories from our community members, both from a Zoom happy hour and a Facebook group, all about April Fool's prank. So check these out. From our group, Beck Ann actually said, I once made a grilled cheese for dinner using pound cake slices with orange icing, and for dessert we had meatloaf cupcakes with blue mashed potato icing. My girls were so confused. Norma Brunson said, I gave a coworker who is obsessed with playing the lottery a stack of lottery-sized paper with actual lottery tickets as the first two tickets, then put a rubber band around them. When she first opened it up, she looked at me smiling like, what? April Fool. I don't know, Norma, I might have been a little little pissed off about that one, but it seems like you survived it. And last but not least, Mitzi Kraldis said she put free cookies in the break room, but they were dog treats. (laughs) If these little tidbits weren't enough, check out what Nikita and Kimberly shared during one of our bi-weekly happy hours. You may not believe these stories. So what are we talking about April Fool's? So Nikita, you sounded very excited about talking about April Fool's. Does this mean you have done many or have had them done to you? Not many, but a couple stand out. One, I was uh, walking on Broadway between like 50... first and 54th and i just called a friend of mine who's a skydiver and her husband we started talking about work and she, i was looking for work at the time and she asked me on oh, a did you find a job yet and i happened to be walking by a strip club at oh, that shit. i told her well you know what? i got a job i'm starting to work in a male strip club on you know on saturday and this was like three days before she's like no nah, you're full she's no nah, you're bullshitting me i'm like no no really i was standing right in front of her i was telling this to her i'm like yeah it's a it's a strip club it's called this so feel free to google it. so while we're chatting she googled it she saw that it was a real thing and those was about a 20 minute conversation at the end of it she was asking me to call her husband and recommend him because he was also looking for a job at the time and when she when i when i made up some ridiculous number i said well it's uh, like 150 dollars an hour and i get to keep like 85 percent of it I, I that was all bullshit but the name of the place was real and after she heard that she's like oh yeah that's that would be great we live in jersey he could commute you know he could stay overnight she asked me i was laughing and that's when i told her after like 15 20 minute chat that it was bullshit she was like you motherfucker all right well kimberly you have a, an interesting mashup of what happened on April 1st. So when my ex-husband moved out, this was 2004, it happened to be April 1st. We decided he would move out (laughs) sometime in March. He'd move out at the first of the month. So it was April 1st, 2004. We had to separate our assets and some things my attorney wanted me to do and figure out custody and everything. So we went to court on April 1st, 2005, exactly one year later. And the judge asked me, she said, are you sure that you want to get divorced on April Fool's Day? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I said, as long as you don't tell me after you say it's finished that it was an April Fool's joke. Now, my ex-husband was not amused by that. But I'm like, I need to make sure that like this is real. Okay, that it's really over. And so she just went on about, you know, signing and doing. So he used to call me on April Fool's Day and say, oh, it's the anniversary of our divorce. I'm like, oh, yeah, why are you calling me? To tell you it was a joke? That the paper was actually like invisible ink or something. Oh, that would be funny. So that was the thing. I, I didn't expect the judge to like make a joke about, about April Fool's. They were there to do something very serious. <laughs> on a very funny day. Well, guys, do you remember, this was ages ago, Gmail launched 
on April 1st. Oh, I didn't know that. I remember when it did, I'm like, this is a joke, right? It's free. It has all the storage. This is a joke, right? And everyone's like, no, it's not a joke. It just happens to be on April 1st. And then April 2nd, it's like, no, you can really get a Gmail address. I'm so skeptical of anything now on April 1st. I really am. Like, I'm just like, I just think everyone's just full of shit on April 1st, except for the judge. She was, she was okay. But (laughs) I can't remember. I was thinking about this. Any jokes when I was a kid, because I was really gullible. So I probably fell for anything that anyone did when I was younger on April 1st. But as a grown up, I used to work with somebody who is from Rochester, New York. And every opportunity he got, he would tell people he was from Rochester, New York. And he would talk about how fabulous Rochester, New York was. So Everybody in the company said, we're going to get him on April Fool's Day. And we set up some email thing that the second he wrote back and mentioned the word Rochester, it unleashed a barrage of stuff. And we primed it with like all these facts. Like, did you know this thing came from Rochester? And some of them were true and some of them were not. And so we were having these team email conversations and he wasn't saying anything. And it's like 12 o'clock at this point. And we're like, he knows, he knows. Oh, he's got to know. And then someone put one more joke in and he couldn't resist. And he replied and suddenly he was like, we took all the spams that we'd ever gotten and we plugged in Rochester to all the spams. It's like, you know, so-and-so, blah, 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 Rochester. And they just kept sending it out to him one after another, after another, after another. (laughs) And then the next email came back and he's like, you dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) See, I never think of anything good to do. And with like social media, I don't know. You see so many posts, though, and you're like, oh, that sounds so cool. And see, that's why I've just become skeptical of everything on April 1st, because I'm like, yeah, nothing is true. I believe you. Nothing is true on April 1st. It's best to sort of just keep your mouth shut in my mind. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. It's better to stir up the pot and throw some fuel to the fire. Come on. You'll love this one, Nikita. In my old office, we would always be pranking people. I knew that we're pranks. You leave, you're going to get pranked. And so I was going to this design conference and the guy who is the lead prankster, I'm like, listen, we're good, right? Please don't. You just tell me what I can bring you back. And we're, we're cool. And he's like, yeah, we're good. So I had a great time at this conference. I came home and my office looked fine. And I'm like, this is great. I gave him the toys and he's like, awesome. The next day I start to hear scratch, scratch on the wall. And I'm like, that's interesting. And I'm just working away, working away. And it keeps going. And I'm like, something's stuck there. And it'll stop. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it was just me. And then it would come back with a different sound. And I talked to the office manager. I'm like, I think something's stuck in the wall. I think something got a little animal. I started to hear little squeaks. And I'm like, something I think got stuck in there. And she's like, really? Because she was in on it. <laughs> Three days of this. And every sound was increased. So it started with a little scratch. It then got into a little louder. So it was like a little mouse. And then it became a rat. And then it became a cat. And then it became a dog. And it was all these things that were building up. And I'm like, there's something fucking in the walls, guys. Manager on her hands and knees, looking underneath, trying to figure out. And then finally, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They put a speaker in my ceiling. They ran the speaker across the hall from the server room. They had a series of MP3s that they programmed to go into the speaker. Whenever I said anything or stopped saying anything, they would just throw a new one in. And, and everybody was in on it. Apparently, the next one was going to be Morgan Freeman's Voice of God was going to come through the wall. That was the last one. That was the, the big ta-da. And I, he said, but you said you can't, do, don't do anything to your office. 
I did something above your office. Technically, you didn't break any rules, which you is not break any rules. That is very sophisticated. But I was pissed. You know, other fun things you can do, like if you have access to somebody's car, and it takes a little bit of knowledge, but if you wire their horn to their turn signal, which is hilarious. So like, so like you put a turn signal on and it goes, yeah, so every time you use a turn signal, the horn goes off. That is crazy. It wouldn't go off much here in Texas because they, they, they just go. But they just move over. That is it for us this week. Thanks for listening to Gen X Stories. And thanks to all of our community members for sharing their April Fool's pranks. We will be back in two weeks with a kick-ass full episode with everyone else, not just me. Drop us a note at hello at Gen X Stories and we may do some shout outs on a future episode. And ooh, we have merch, like really cool shit. So find out all about it on our website at genxstories.com, please. You can also subscribe to Genx Stories on your favorite podcast app. Rate us a kick-ass review. Follow us on Instagram at Stories, or join our ever-growing Facebook group where all of these stories came from. We all have a Genx story. What's yours?